Welcome to the Listings Lab podcast with Jess Nouvelle, founder of the Listings Lab and best-selling author of More Money, Less Hustle, becoming the seven-figure real estate agent. Are you ready to learn how to scale your real estate business from six to seven figures and create unlimited scalability and financial freedom in the process? It's time to take back your life and avoid the oh-so-common realtor burnout. Learn techniques and strategies to help you build relationships at scale and create a business full of clients you love with systems that give you the freedom to live your life. It's time to put aside the old school tactics and embrace a new way of business where you can have predictability in everything that you do. Let's get into it. Guys, this is Chris. Chris is awesome. Chris is one of my favorite people. I'm super, super glad that he's here today. Chris, let's give, give us a little bit of background because I know there's like a lot of agents who like won't know who you are. Talk a little bit about like your history and tell us a little bit about kind of how you ended up with us. Yeah, I think, it, well, I mean, I ended up with you guys. I think the way that a, a lot of people do is, is I got targeted. Uh, <laughs> I found you. Yeah, you fit, yeah, you're like the duck cleaning service. Don't call us, we'll call you. <laughs> Uh, but in a good way. And so I had been searching, I had like a, a pretty good start to my real estate business. I'm just kind of coming up on the start of my fifth year in the business. Mm -hmm. And I had a really good start. I did a lot of online leads and I paid a lot of money for those leads for a third party to do it. And I, and I was, you know, slaving and grinding away. And while I was doing that, I was kind of looking for the easy button. You yeah. Know, I was looking for that, like, you know, how, how can I, how can I, not not in a lazy way, but I just got to like take some of the pressure off. There's too much. You just yeah, you, you were just kind of feeling the squeeze. Yeah, you know, and I, when I first started selling real estate, I had one kid, and now I got three, and like things things have gone berserk. So, <laughs> but I'm a kind of guy that likes you know like I like to pile more on. And, yeah, you know, I I do like having that you know pressure, that reason to get up in the morning, sort of thing. But uh, I was looking for sort of like, how can I make the, the, the not so pleasant parts of the business easier or just go away? For sure. Yeah. And so I, you know, I did a bunch of other coaching. I, I, I tried some other coaching methods. I tried buying crap off the internet. Yep. I tried uh, IST. I hired assistants that, you know, weren't properly vetted. Uh, you know, I just, I was like, you're a warm body. You could probably, you can help me. <laughs> you can help me. Um, none of that stuff. So really ended up working yeah, no. for me, obviously. Yeah. And, and so I eventually I've, I found like the next silver bullet, which was you. And I was like, oh, sweet. The listings lab. And, you know, I, you told me it was going to be hard and, and I was like, okay, I like hard, but I didn't really know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how hard and it, it was hard. Like it was really quite difficult because it wasn't just about doing the work. It was about a lot of self-reflection. It was about changing the way that you think about things for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've done a lot of hard things in my life and I, and I'm going to say real estate together with this, with the listings lab is the hardest thing I've ever done. And that's, I think that's saying something. So, and that includes like three kids, the whole business, like all of this stuff was really hard. You fought it for a while. And I did. I fought it not for a while, for a long while. Uh, I was like a year, a year of kind of like trickling through the listings lab stuff and like half doing it. And, and then I went to the listings lab live and I, I, I like, I kind of came in as a bit of a skeptic on the whole thing. Like I was, I was a lot like Justin, you know, like maybe I'll pick a, 
a couple of things up here that I could go yeah. and implement. And yeah. I had no intentions of signing up. And even I remember that I would say maybe the second of three days and you're like, okay, this is like, this is what we're what launching. We this is what we're doing. And I remember I was like, ah, cool. That looks cool. And I went home. I even woke up the next day and I was like, nah. Yeah. You know, I just, I'll continue just kind of poking away here and, and doing my, doing your thing, you know, doing my thing. And, yeah. and, and it was actually like, it, it's not that you're not a, a compelling person or anything like that, but it was, it was Ashley that actually ended up. Yeah. I told you that at the time it was when yeah. she got up and I started to see the value of your team. Okay. So for those of you who don't know who Ashley is, Ashley is essentially my right hand man, woman. And uh, she's our head of product. She's our head coach. She's, and, and I love that you said that because I think a lot of the time people think it's just me and it's not, it's, it's never just me. And I think that's also something that you've learned in your own business Yeah, that it's not just you and it's not just about you. Yeah. Yours, your, and, and this is like, I'm surprised it took me as long as it did to sort of figure that out because, mm. you know, in my previous life, I was a coach yeah, and I was a, you know, part of a team that, that helped athletes get to the Olympics. And before yeah. that I was an athlete and I had this incredible team of people yeah. that I put around me that, I mean, without those people, I, there's just no hope. I, I mean, I probably wouldn't have gotten anywhere. Yeah. But I was a slow learner then. I'm a slow learner now. I <laughs> and so what I did realize though at that listings lab live was that you had a team. Mm-hmm. And that's where it sort of it clicked for me was that you had people that were as or more capable as you in mm-hmm. particular areas. And you guys yeah. stressed that. And so that's when I, I, I started to take a look at my business, but I was still slow to implement because like I said, I'm a slow learner and I kind of, you know, COVID happened and started like figuring out how things are going to go. And I would show up to those calls, but you know, I was showing up in, in body only. Yeah. It wasn't like, I, I was hearing what you were saying, but I wasn't implementing it. And a part of me wasn't really believing it either. I was a little like, it was possible even. Yeah. As in victimhood, right? Like, as Mm -hmm. you like to say, I was a little bit of a victim about what was happening and uh, because everything that I was doing before wasn't working anymore. Like it just Mm -hmm. didn't, I would call people and, and, and I didn't know how to talk to them because they were victims and it was just, it was not a great sort of situation. And then we had a chat, actually, I think you and Ashley, and I can't, I can't remember if there was somebody else on the call, but basically I got, you know, like it, it was a, a bit of an emotional moment where I like realized that this, like, this was on me. I could, I could overcome this and COVID schmovid or whatever you want to say, yeah. you know, we got it like, eh. and that's, I, I remember I was saying to you, like, I, I'm like three months from a cliff here. Like I'm like, I know in three it, months it from now. Rough time. In three months from now, I have to sell my house. Yep. Um, the cottage gone. We were already selling all of our assets in Hamilton mm-hmm. just to kind of stay above water. And, and my wife didn't even really know because I was like, ah, it's a good time. Let's sell this stuff, right? Like she didn't know. She didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. yeah. She, well, she knew something was up. Well, obviously, she's not, she's not dumb. So. Um, <laughs> and then what happened? And then like what shifted? Yeah. So then in September, uh, that's sort of like after that conversation, I, I started to take some responsibility for it. And I started to listen to what you guys were saying. I took a leap and, and brought on uh, Elaine, my assistant. I brought yeah. her on part-time and I was really lucky to have found her and instantly sort of recognized. I was like, this person is the person I've been looking for. 
Yes. And I got lucky there. Like we didn't vet her. We didn't do a Colby test. We didn't do any, she just came in the office and she started doing things that I immediately noticed. Yeah. And that's when, that's when I got consistent with my media, with the social media. And that's where I could actually implement the things that we had been talking about. And what I really needed to do was just take a leap of faith in myself and the program and everything else and just press play. And just do it. Yeah. Just press play. Yeah. Uh, and, and she helped me to do that. And then, you know, within a couple of months, I brought her on full time and, and that was sort of like through to Christmas and Christmas was like, things were okay, but I mean, we're still like, now we're four months from the cliff instead of three. Right? <laughs> yeah. we, we're, we're essentially just like moving. To, yeah. We're moving away. back a yeah. bit, but it's still not super great. And it was just a lot of like maybe future business. Yeah. And then January happened and it was like, it has been uh like, I mean, it's been a six figure per month rainstorm. I've well, done. This is, it's so funny that you say that, right? Because I'm, I constantly tell people, if you're consistent, it will compound. If you're consistent, it yeah. will compound. And what you're, what you're experiencing from January until now is the compound. Yeah. And it's every week it gets crazier. Yeah. And, and like, we notice it by week. And, and so you know, I brought on a buyer agent. He came on a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. and uh, I told you just before our call I mean the guy's yeah. going out of his mind right now he's like I've never like he's like I've never experienced anything this is crazy I was like but yeah this is crazy business. <laughs> I was like you got you got like you got like three things on your plate right now like you just wait and like yeah. I'm holding back I'm still doing buyer deals that you should be doing yeah um you just wait until I open the floodgates and I'm only giving him a trickle of leads as well yeah yeah um, which is the other, I mean, it's the other thing is just the, the amount of leads that are coming in and the way that they're turning is incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a low inventory yeah. market, you have listings. I have more listings than I, I think I have more pending listings right now than I did in the last two years. Okay. Like we're, I've, we just sold one. We got th- three coming out next week. And then we got like, I think four more loaded up. Uh, that will be coming out between now and the second week of April. Mm-hmm. And then I've, and then we have another whole, like a, a part of our Monday, we spend an hour on Monday, just reviewing our current clients an hour. These and are great. Like, These are such good problems. <laughs> I, like I'm tearing up. I'm like, I can't even believe. And, and, you know, I was hitting you on, on Slack today is like, okay, like my assistant needs an assistant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're at a point now where Elaine needs like a VA or something. Yeah. I need yeah. somebody just to, to basically take care of, cause I like, I'm a, my position as a real estate agent is like, I'm a problem solver. I love logistics, Yeah. but I love logistics in a like uh, organizational way, not a doing way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, you do this and you do that. And then this will come it's here and order that. And then everything falls where it's supposed to go. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, mm, that's how I love logistics. And, uh, and so I've had a couple of clients now that I have a team to make it all happen. Yeah. It happens at this like crazy lightning speed where we like, we bought a house and then the client goes, okay, well, we got two months to close, but I want to sell my place right now. Yeah. And with, by the, we bought on Friday and by Sunday, all the pieces were in place, the cleaners, the stagers, the movers, everything was organized. And this guy's like, how did this happen? And he was like, you guys are awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Because it's not just Chris. And he's, this guy, you know, it's interesting because he's sold seven times before. He's moved seven times. 
Uh, and he's like, I have never experienced anything quite like this. Well, and that's the thing, the thing that I want to make really clear is that a single agent on their own cannot provide a service like that when they're busy. Yeah. No, there's right? no way. And so the beautiful part of this is the way that it all works together. The team, you having a team, and I think there's a, there's a, there's a fear with a lot of people that if I have a team, people are going to be unhappy or they're not like, no one's going to do as good a job as I'm going to do. But what you've experienced is actually the opposite. Yeah. That you having a team mean, means that your service is better. Yes, that's right. Way better. So, so yeah. now that it's raining, hmm. talk to me a little bit about like, you know, I, I, and I, the thing that I want to stress is that things were bad. Things got a little bit better. And now like the conversations that we're having now are completely different. We're having like, like high level strategic conversations about how to further leverage and further scale as opposed to how to get out of the hole. Yeah. And I, I think there's that, but, I, and I think it's interesting that a lot of people get stuck at what I think is the, your, you and your team's lowest value. Mm -hmm. People get stuck at the creating content and, and doing systems and all that stuff. I, I think you guys bring incredible value there. Don't get me wrong, but your greatest value comes after that. Like that's where that, that's where now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, that's why you're expensive. <laughs> Right. Like, oh, I get it. Like you can actually make this the business that I that I wanted without yeah. me having to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. And and you know, I've been I've talked to a lot of different coaches and I've talked, you know, like a lot of different brokerages and people that promise you the moon. And nobody delivers. Nobody actually really knows what that formula is and yeah. how to make it happen. Yeah. And what's different about what I'm experiencing right now with you guys is that you are constantly evolving yeah. and, and tweaking and changing. That's something that I think a lot of people are afraid to do yeah, because they think it makes their business look weak. No. And, and we look at it very differently. Whereas that, you know, okay, so this works mm -hmm. just because it works doesn't mean it's finished. Yeah. And that's, I, I, I think the other thing that you guys did that really made the difference for me and where the things really started to change was in the seven FA group mm -hmm. where you went from everybody being put into the same bucket yep. to having individual skill buckets that were addressed in a timely way. Yeah. And as soon as you did that, I could start to see what the route is a lot more clearly. A lot faster. Because I mean, like it's like you guys are asking for us to build a team and to compartmentalize and it wasn't that same experience coming from you guys yeah, until you made that change. And then yeah. as soon as you did, for me, everything clicked. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, oh, okay, well, I could actually do that in my business. Like there's, there's no need for me to know that Elaine is right now removing curtains and, and a bunch of garbage from a listing that we're getting ready. I don't need to know that. She just sent me some pictures. <laughs> He's like, I'm throwing these disastrous drapes in the garbage. And I said, yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> so <laughs> she's off. She's doing that, which is awesome. So what uh, would you say is like, cause I know that there's a lot of little things that have shifted. And I think th there's something that you said early on that I think that I want to just sort of hammer home that the initial shift for you actually was you. Yeah. It was you really saying, okay, they're responsible to me, not for me. 
Yeah. And instead of just kind of, and, and I think there's a lot of agents out there who are absorbing a lot of information, but not actually doing the thing. And I think that the, like, it's, I remember like, as soon as you started implementing and as soon as you started, there was an element of personal responsibility that you took that you were like, okay, this is my business. I have really great guidance here, but I have to use it. Yeah. And it really shifted things. Yeah, it, it, it did. And it, and it made, I don't know how it comes across on, on your end, but suddenly the, the, the communication seemed like when I was sending something over Slack, it was a lot more pointed, a lot more directed, like, this is what I need. Yeah. And, and I think part of it was like, how do you, getting to that point where you know what the right questions to ask yeah. are is really, really hard. And I, I say that all the time. And my coach says that to me, even, you know, the, the better questions that you ask, the better answers that you get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it changed, I think also the way that I approach clients and listings and the buyers, all of that stuff becomes a lot clearer for them too, because you're yeah. coming, you're coming at them from that sort of like, I want to know more about you first yeah. approach. So I'm going to ask a bunch of questions and that's going to lead to maybe some questions that I've never asked any client before, but at the end of it, I did a listing appointment yesterday. And at the end of it, all I did was ask them questions about what they wanted mm -hmm. and how they envisioned this process, why they moved that house in the first place. And, and I, at the end of it, they were like, this is great. Well, why don't you come over next week? take a look at the house and we'll get a value and then, and then we'll get going. Mm -hmm. And I realized at the end, I was like, okay, sounds good. And I hung up and I was like, you know what? At no point did I ever tell them what I was going to do for them. Yeah. And I think that you're hundred percent right. There's this, there's this old school mentality of the listing presentation. Yeah. And the truth really is, is initially it's just a listing conversation. Yeah. And the conversation needs to be more, you know, I said this at the listings lab live and people thought I was crazy. The best sales people ask 72 questions, right? And, and that's really been a shift that I think a lot of people are making. They're asking more questions and spending less time talking and it actually works for them. Yeah, it does. And it, it, it helped me with the listings lab to just start asking better questions, Yeah. start thinking about what is it that I need and every once in a while presenting a problem that I don't have an answer for, like, Elaine's head just spun off in the next room. How do I put it back on? <laughs> but, uh, and a lot of the stuff too, like I asked that question and the answer back from Carolee was get her to do a task audit. And, and I was like, oh, interesting. Um, she's already, she's in the middle of doing one right now. Mm. And she's been doing one for the last four days yeah. so that we can offload some of this stuff. Yeah. And again, like this, I would have never have thought to do that without, without you guys. That's what it. would you say, like, like, what would you say is like that if you were going to give somebody like the number one piece of advice or like the number one thing that you're like, this was game changing for me? I, I want to say it, but it sounds like it's like everybody tells you this. It, you should actually hire an assistant. Get help. You should get help first. Yeah. yeah. And, and not just any help. And that's the, that was the mistake that I made. I hired I was driving around with a client and I was like, eh, I'm thinking about hiring an assistant. They were like, oh, my daughter's looking for a job. And so I hired her because it was easy and convenient. Yeah. And it was a disaster. I lost the client and she was a terrible assistant. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it was, yeah, it wasn't a great 
idea. <laughs> that was a bad idea. And well, I, I think too, like there's, there is a process for hiring that is, you know, again, needs to evolve with the times. And I think understanding how to communicate, you've been very good with Elaine at being able to communicate what her role is and what you need her to be in charge of. Like, what does success look like for her role? And I think a lot of the time what happens is agents wait until they're so busy that they actually don't have time to properly onboard anyone. Mm -hmm. And then they end up just, because they're scrambling all the time, they end up having to take things back from the assistant and then they don't see the value that the assistant brings. You actually, as much as you weren't necessarily 100% like killing it yet, you hired at the right time. Yeah, and that was that was part of the luck, right? Like it just happened to be the guy down the hall had a part-time assistant and he came down and he was like, hey, like, you know, my part-time assistant needs more work. Do you think yeah. you could you know, fill the gap. And at the time, the answer was no, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, at the, like at the time I was like, nah, not sure how I'm going to pay the mortgage, let alone my taxes or anything else. Like, yeah. Yeah. There was a whole lot of stuff yeah. going on. And, and so I, I was like, you know what, there is a bunch of stuff that I could have somebody doing that will build my business, including, you know, we built it that template on Asana for the content calendar. And that was like one of the first sort of things that I taxed, I tasked her with that. And yeah. I was like, build this, here's the paper, put that into the computer and, and we'll upload it and we'll stay a month. And, and we'll stay relevant. We'll stay in front of people. The consistency yeah. will be there. Yeah. yeah. And we'll create the content. So, uh, so that we're always a month. Ahead. Ahead. So if I don't get to it for a couple of weeks, I can, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. And so doing that, that's, you know, that, that was where some of the changes started happening where people were like, Hey, I see your stuff. I love your stuff. Yeah. And, and it became like one guy's like, Chris, I turned you off. And I was like, awesome. Awesome. Like he's a friend of mine in the neighborhood. He's not moving. And I told him like, our kids are friends. You're not allowed to move. Um, yeah. But he was like, it was just like, it was always just something that was coming in well, and that's the thing like that you you can and this is the thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is that you can be in front of people and and consistent and that is what makes you top of mind. It, it It's what makes you that first person. And it also builds that relationship. You're not getting a lot of I, I mean, I know you get some, but you're not getting a lot of, hey, I'm interviewing 10 other people. Yeah, it's happening less and less. Like yeah. now it's more and more that sort of thing. And the other thing, you know, like I hear all kinds of different comments on the social media platforms, but probably the one that, that I think everybody should, should strive for. So I have a friend of mine that is a, a pretty big deal developer. He's yeah. a real estate developer and he, you know, they build a lot of pre-construction, you know, projects and stuff like that. And he, he was like, Chris, I, I'm really impressed by your social media because you don't repeat anything. And every, he's like, I can't believe how much you have to talk about. <laughs> and it's relevant. It's yeah. like, I, he's like, every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a relevant, that's a good piece of information. That's yeah. nice that he does it that way. But it's, it, it's packaged in a way where it happens so quickly that people are just like, like, damn, I just got a good piece of information. Yeah. And, 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 and it's, you know, it's, you're, you, the way that you said that is actually really great. Like it's packaged in a way that it's easy to digest. It's easy to consume, but it's consistent. Yeah. 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 So at the end, like by the, at the end of a year of my content, you could probably, I don't know, 
maybe even sell some real estate <laughs> if you wanted to. Point, right? yeah. Give so much value that people are like, well, like this guy is like, he's the guy. There's no one else. Well, I don't want to take up too, too much time. I just really wanted, like Chris is one of those stories where I think it's really important, especially when you are where he was, where you're feeling victimized by the industry, by your business, by whatever, things are feeling very rough, that there is always going to be light at the end of the tunnel. And now, you know, less than a year later, because we are less than a year later, He's like, I have more business than I know what to do with. I am like literally reigning business. My team is growing. I mean, I'm doing some hiring for Chris right now. I'm hiring someone for me. He needs the same thing. So I'm looking for two people, one for me, one for Chris. So we're in a situation now where the business, he's created scalability and almost unlimited scalability within the business. And I think that's really important to note is that a lot of the time we kind of get in our own way and it's, you know, just because you are where you are right now, it may feel very hard. It felt, I mean, I remember it felt really hard for Chris. And, and now we're in a situation where like, I get messages from him sometimes and he's like, I can't believe I'm here. And that's such a beautiful, that's such a beautiful thing because literally 90 days can make all the difference in the world, a year can literally be complete, two completely different realities. And I think that's really, really important to remember, especially when you feel like things are not great to understand that, like, you actually have a tremendous amount of power and opportunity and that things can become really great. Chris and I were having a conversation the other day about the fact that he's now about to build his, like, he's, he's about to build like his essentially dream house. Yes. From the ground up yeah, and how we're going to document that and how we're going to use it and, and strategies to make it even better. And these are not conversations we were having a year ago. Yeah. Three months ago, the, that build was like ready to be put on hold. Yeah. We so, were kind like of charging said, forward with it, but. Yeah. But like, <laughs> like, like I said, like, like, like massive. And, and I mean, I think as of right now, you are, you're on a seven figure run rate for this year. Yeah. Well, um, well into Actually. Well into a seven-figure run rate for this year. Yeah. As of last week for the year, I surpassed my best year ever before. And it is middle of March. The middle of March. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for coming. And thank you for You're talking. Everyone. If you guys have any questions, just let us know. Yeah. Chris is literally like, use Chris's story as like the beacon of light if you're feeling a little down right now. <laughs> I, I, I have a, a great piece of uh, it's like a saying that that I would like to leave on. Perfect. And I, I always, because I used to do a lot of youth coaching, a lot of, like young kids that wanted to aspire to go to the Olympics. And it's such a huge, long way to go from just learning how to do something to being an Olympic champion. And the the saying that I always gave myself and that I continue to is, why not me? Mm. It's going to be somebody. So why not, why not me? 100%. And, uh, and then just kind of remember that, like it's, you have the, the, the ability to be able to make it you. Thanks for listening. To talk to our team about how the Listings Lab can help you grow your business, visit thelistingslab.com forward slash apply. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please give the podcast five stars on iTunes and help us to reach other agents who want to massively scale their business the modern way. And if you want more marketing and scalability strategies for your real estate business in between episodes, then join the Listings Lab Facebook group or follow Jess on Instagram at Jess Lenouvelle. Thanks again for tuning in and we hope you'll join us next week.